Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is a day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ and how that can just uh, impact every area of our lives. And so we're grateful that you are joining us today. I'm enjoying a cup of Javalia coffee this morning, and I'm telling you, I'm really enjoying it today because as I look out my window here today in South Texas, it is a chilly, cool, rainy day, and I'm just looking out there, and it's it just looks cold. And I know some of you are probably listening in places where it's a lot colder than where it is here, but for us, this is this coffee is tasting really, really good, and it's it's definitely warming me up because of the weather that we're going to be experiencing. Old man winter uh, for us, winter is coming back here in a little bit this next uh, this next few days and so we've actually had some warm weather and now here it's it's hitting us again so anyway i hope you're doing well wherever you're listening from i wanted to uh just continue talking about something i kind of started yesterday and really the last few episodes of this idea of how we're approaching the these addictive behaviors that we have what what is our approach and and is it really helping anything and is it is it producing the change and transformation that we want. And so yesterday I kind of uh, introduced this idea of this lie that we, I believe we've bought into. I know I did it at one point uh, and we, we can, we've bought into it individually, but also collectively, I think uh, as a church of that, when we're, when we're dealing with addiction, uh, when we would never say this out loud, but the lie is, well, the sufficiency of Christ is not really is not really enough. We need to add something to what Jesus did. It's it's Jesus plus my 12-step program. It's Jesus plus something. And so this lie comes in of, I need to add to the finished work of Christ. Well, no, Jesus said it's finished, for if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. So, so, so that's the lie, but we and we've bought into it. And I think there's a there, there's a subtleness to it. That's probably not a word, but <laughs> there's a subtlety to it. And there's a and there's a deception. There's a, there's a there's a deceptive part of it because a lot of times we we can dress it up in really fancy religious garb where we're we're doing all the things that we think we're supposed to be doing, and that's going to give us the freedom of our from our addictive behaviors. And so, if I'm having my quiet time, if I'm reading my Bible, if I'm praying really really hard. That's going to take away these addictive behaviors, and we find out all of a sudden. Well, that, that's not that's not working. That's not all the religious things. No matter how how we dress it up, uh, is still the flesh. And so, so the question comes, and kind of what I want to kind of just unpack a little bit today is, well, so if 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 we are starting to see that this change is not happening, this transformation that we want, this freedom, this abundant life that Jesus said He came to set us free from. Then, then why are we, why are we still doing the same thing over and over again? There, there's a definition for that, right? I think it was Albert Einstein, right, who gave the definition of insanity of doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And I see so much. I, I think back in my own life of, of what that looked like. Of, of here I am in this, in this addiction, and yet, and yet I'm, I'm trying to do the same things over and over again, or t- I'm trying to do what people are kind of telling me to do. And yet I'm more frustrated, I'm more, and these are all what we would call Christian things or religious things, right? But yet they were leaving me even more frustrated to some degree. And so, 
So the, the again, the point being is at some point, are we willing to go to that belief level? Because again, I've said we will not consistently act or behave beyond what we believe. Not consistently. We can fake it for 30 days or a few days or or a few months or whatever, but we won't consistently if we're if the goal is long lasting transformation, if that is our goal, not just I'm saying no to these addictive behaviors, but it's long-lasting transformation, and it's actually enjoying God. It's enjoying the life of Christ in me. If that's the goal, which it should be our goal, not just I'm saying no to this behavior. It's got to be more than that, right? Then if that's the goal, then we've got to begin to challenge these beliefs. And so that's what I've been trying to do for—that's what God did in me. Okay, first of all, I think a lot of Christians don't even know really what they believe. And so, you know, we we, we either believe what we've been told— We've been taught in church, and, and I'm, I'm I love the church. I was I've been a part of it ever since I've can remember. But a lot of what we've been told, a lot of what I was taught, and what was preached was not necessarily the gospel. It was not necessarily freedom in Christ. In fact, a lot of it was not. It was it was okay. Here's what Jesus did. Yes, but now it's up to you. And so 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 are we willing to? And I think this is where we stay stuck, right? And 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 the subtlety. And the deception can can because because here's the reason why we're not experiencing transformation or freedom is because we're not willing to either go deep enough to look at those beliefs to challenge those beliefs, and we're not we're not at some point willing to change our approach. The evidence indicates that that a lot of what we're doing, and this is within the church I'm talking about. Okay, I'm not talking about the self help approach because or the therapeutic approach. Those have been. Those are more what the world would consider, but those are sinking it. Those are fil- in, you know infiltrating into the church. But as a church, it's it's affected us. And so, so what is our approach? The evidence is indicating that that what we're doing <laughs> and how we're trying to help people is not is not uh, is not working uh, per se. And so, if we're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, and then for us individually, if we're struggling with these behaviors. We're really we and we can be very sincere about it, and we can be as honest as we can be, and we can be you know all of this. But it's ultimately it's 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 a self consciousness. I'm focused on myself versus what God has already accomplished on my behalf. It's a God consciousness versus a sin consciousness or a self consciousness. If I can fix my eyes on what God has accomplished, then I can I can start to begin to challenge some of these beliefs, some of these lies that are that are that are coming in and and then and then God and then the Holy Spirit and his kindness and gentleness can begin to replace these these false beliefs or lies that we've been believing with with truth. And then I can then I can begin to experience the transformation. Then I can begin to respond out of who I am. And so are we willing to go there? I think that's that's where we we get uh, you know we're we're and here we're again like I said we're we're sincerely committed to Christ. We want to honor Him. We want to to do what He's asking us to do. But yet we find it's like I I can't do it. Can't do it. I, I, and that's actually I would say it's a good place to be if you're if you're getting to a place. And here's where because this is where the, the battle truly lies is is am I still trying to depend on my own sufficiency, or am I letting go and and surrendering that or releasing? What I think I need to be doing, or what somebody else is telling me to do, to gain freedom, and I'm going to place all of that trust and hope and dependence on the sufficiency of Christ. It's not adding Him to my life. It's no, He is my life, 
And that's where coming to the end of yourself is actually what I, I kind of use that phrase is because we, we have to get there. And I think it's a hard and painful place to get to because uh, many of us don't get there. Uh, we're still trying to manage it in our own way. We're still trying to shape it and control it. And, and we become professional, what I call professional behavior managers or beha- uh, professional lust managers <laughs> if we're dealing with the 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 uh, addictive lust behaviors uh you know we we just become really really good at it uh and that's that was that was me i was a professional manager of my these addictive behaviors and as long as they weren't getting too bad as long as they weren't costing me the too much and all this kind of stuff and then and then it was like i was missing out on so much of the life the actual life of christ that i had in me. And so are we willing to go there? Because the evidence again is showing that that a lot of this stuff is just not working. And so again, I believe it's because we're 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 adding something to the finished work of Christ. And many Christians, many of us don't really believe what we fully have in Christ. It's not that we we, we still we, we have a the lie is here's the lie. I think this is one of the biggest lies Christians believe is that I'm not I've not been set free. I've not been set free, and 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 so so that's the lie. That's the distortion, right? It's like I've not been set free from the power of sin. I've, there's still something that I've got to do to to get that freedom. When when no, the freedom is in you. It's just now you're not you don't recognize it. You're not living in it. You're not choosing it. We still have the free will to choose, but it's actually no. The freedom is there. It's in you. It's not outside of you. But but we're, we're we're learning to walk in it. We're learning to choose it, and that's where I think the the biggest lie comes in. Is I know I'm no, I'm not really free. Yeah, I know Jesus says you know you say you came to set captives free, but man, I sure don't feel free. I sure not acting like I'm free. And again, that's where we have we're separating we're separating our who from our do right from who we are in Christ from our behaviors, and then instead of really grounding ourselves and getting that foundation in the freedom that we have in Christ, and then that transforming us to our thoughts and our emotions and our outward actions, that's the inner working of the Lord that we, that we have. And so, so but, but, the, but the deception is there. And, and so I think that's why we stay stuck, is, is we're trying to construct these things, these programs or these books that are going to try to get us the freedom that we actually already have. And so so behaving in this way then is going to produce the freedom. Okay? It's we're we're trying to produce this product of of getting our act together when actually it's not a it's not it's not that. It's it's a pathway. It's a person. The freedom is is not a it's not a what, it's a who. It's 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 you know, Jesus says I am the way, right? So the other side of that is I am the way, the truth and the life. We've been talking a lot about the life, but he's the way. He's the he's the pathway. Walking with him, walking with the life of him, he's the pathway. And what's the product? What's the what's the result? Well, we know the, it's the fruit of the spirit, right? Apart from me, you can do nothing. So the fruit of the spirit. Then we then what, what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, it, it says it in Galatians five, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. You know all those kind of things. That comes out of us, but it's a fruit of the Spirit. It's I'm choosing to let the Spirit live His life through me, and then I'm able to respond out of who I am and who the life that I have in me. And so, if I don't believe, if if I don't believe that apart from Christ I can do nothing, uh, and I have to, tr- and I trust Him to be my life, it's not going to make any difference 
what religious things I'm doing. You know, one of the things I used to believe was that if I just pray harder, if I just am faithful with my giving, if I'm going to church, all these kind of things that, that we that we kind of have bought into, that if I'm doing this, then God's going to do his part. Well, no, God's already done everything. He's already done it all, what he's accomplished. And so so then the, the, the question becomes, well, if 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 that's true, <laughs> he's already accomplished it all, then I'm not lacking anything. I'm Maybe I'm lacking an understanding. Maybe I'm not recognizing it or not seeing it. But if what we believe, here's it goes back to the beliefs, if what we believe is not true, we're not going to be consistently, we're still going to be in bondage or in deception or in, um, we're, there's going to be some frustration and confusion because, because we're doing the same things over and over again. Why is this not working? Why am I not gaining freedom? This book is really great. This stuff is really great. But, but again, it's, it's the, the deeper working of the Holy Spirit to reveal these truths to you. And so, so if what we believe is true and is truth, what Christ says about us, then we will be free because if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. Truth sets us free. And Jesus Christ is truth. We have to, we, we either got to believe, and here's where the enemy, here's where the enemy works in us, right? A lot of Christians don't even really know how the enemy has deceived them in some of these things uh, and, and how this is what this is what the enemy does. He he doesn't want you to know your identity in Christ. He doesn't want you to know that you have the life of Christ in you. He doesn't want you to know that you're, all of your sins are Past, past, present, and future are forgiven. He doesn't want you to know that you've been crucified with Christ. Your old man, your old identity has been crucified with him. He doesn't want you to know that you have this life and power and that you're in union with him. He doesn't want you to know any of that. He, he wants to keep you, oh, it's still up to you. It's still up to you, Matt. It's still up to you to get it done. You, oh, boy, you didn't do your quiet time today. You didn't read your Bible today. Oh, boy. And so you didn't go to church this week. You didn't. So it's, it's again, it's shifting the focus off, off the sufficiency of Christ onto us. That's the deception the enemy uses. And he does it in the religious way. It's, we, we can recognize that some of the outright sinful behaviors that we would say, oh, I'm looking at porn or whatever. But do we recognize some of the others more subtle? That's why I call it more subtle, because it's harder to recognize. And actually, we're, sometimes we're getting applauded for it. Oh man, look at how many books you've read. Look at look at what you what you how you're serving in the church and look at we can even make the our ministry. If you guys are in ministry listening to this, we can, we can even make that um our religious uh work that we're doing to to try to gain something from Christ that we already have. And so that's the deception, right? And if he can get us to believe these 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 simple lies, and I say simple because they 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 really are. They're, that that's how he deceived Adam and Eve right in the beginning. It was, it was not really making up anything new. It was distorting what God's truth had already said. That's that was the distortion. He he. So if he can do that, he can keep you from experiencing everything that you have already in Christ. And that's why people are telling me all the time, I'm not experiencing it, Matt. You're telling me, and it looks I'm reading it, and it's me, but I'm not experiencing it. And what's the connection? For lack of a better word, it's faith, it's trust, it's 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 dependence on Him and what He's already accomplished. Uh, the problem is not you. I always thought the problem was me. I just can't do it. I'm not. I'm not committed enough. I'm not reading the right book. I'm not talking to the right person. I'm not. No, I already had the right person in me. <laughs> I just didn't. Wasn't recognizing it. Wasn't really. The problem's not me. I'm a new creation. I'm, I've I've got the life of Christ in me. That's not the the problem. 
<laughs> the problem then is the is the lying belief, is the lie that I've got to add something to the finished work of Christ. Now, are all those great resources? And I'm not. Please, again, as I said yesterday, don't hear me say that I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to. I'm not honoring the resources that God can bring through books, through programs, through counselors and coaches. I'm a counselor and a coach. I'm writing a book. Okay, those are all great tools. And re- but 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 that's those are the expressions that we get to live out of and we get to experience. I had my group meeting last night. And so I, I love to be able to meet with these guys from all over the country and to be able to talk with them and to see them and connect and see how they're doing. That, that's, a, that, that's a resource. But that, if I'm looking to that as my freedom, oh, boy, I better get involved in a group. I'm going to try this uh, next time. I even had a guy recently tell me that. Well, I've tried all these things. Now I'm going to try this. Well, again, and I'm, this is not condemning him, but it's, it's, it is. It's the mentality that we have of, well, it's something that I've got to do. Here's the next thing I'm going to try. Okay, and so the answer, the answer is not, again, in the any of these things. The complete answer is he has done everything. Jesus has finished the work. That's good news. You want to know what the good news of the gospel is? That's the good news. Do we recognize it all the time? Do we see it? I don't believe we have. Here's what here's here's where I say I'm gonna wrap this up because I'm already going too long, but we we I think most of us, well, for, for salvation, we've recognized that we had sin in our life at some point, and we we needed a savior, and so we we entered into we 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 um, accepted the the free gift of salvation through God, and we received that, and so we we knew that okay, Jesus died for our sins, right? But a lot of us stay there. Do we realize how much more of what Christ has accomplished? There's so much I could say today, but I'm just going to mention a couple and maybe give you a few scripture verses to go to, but that you actually, what Christ accomplished is that God crucified your old self, your old identity, and exchanged it for a new human spirit, a new identity, that you are new in Christ. You're no longer a slave to sin, but you're a slave to righteousness. Romans 6, 6, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I will read some of these scriptures. God put the fullness of himself in you. You are complete. Read in Colossians 2, 9 and 10 about the completeness of Christ. God put his life and power in you. You have the very life and power and strength and victory of Christ in you. It's not about your power. It's about his power in you. We've got to shift. This is where I think the gospel has been distorted. We made it about ourselves. It's about God. It's all about him. And we get to participate. He invites us in to participate in this life. Read Ephesians 1, 19 and 20. It's his life. Colossians 3, 4. It's his life in you. God put himself in union with you. John 14, 20. You are in union with him. You are one with him. Just as Jesus says, I'm one with my father. I'm now one with you. There's so much more I could say. You're holy, blameless, righteous. Go through these scriptures. Read through it. Don't take my word for it. But that is the good news. The good news is that the gospel is not is not about us now trying to figure it out now. And okay, well, yeah, Christ, you died for my sins. You, you forgave me of my sins. Now I got to go out and try to live this life. No, He is the life. He is the source. He is the one. And Luke Luke four eighteen right again. He says He came to set the captives free. Jesus accomplished what He came for. It worked. He's not going to go to the cross again. It worked the first time. It is finished. And so we are the recipients of what we've, we have, we have received that already. 
But do we know it? Are we aware of it? And I think that's where the growth can happen. That's what I want to encourage you. So here's the last question I want to to leave you with is number, well, two questions. Are you willing to look at your beliefs in this idea of, well, if I'm dealing with addictive behaviors or, or patterns or habits that I just can't break free from, am I looking to add something that the world is saying or that I need to, to do or not do to, to make it happen? Or am I truly looking at the sufficiency of Christ and then using these other resources as a, as a gift from God, but yet really ultimately truly believing that it's Christ in me that's the source. And then, so are we willing to kind of look at that and change that? Because I'm not getting the results that I want. It's not, I'm not getting the transformation that I want. Why am I not changing? And that's the question I want to leave you with. And it's, I believe it's because of these lies, these deceptions, these beliefs that have sunk very deeply into us. And so the question becomes, well, why am I not changed? Why is there not change and transformation? Because I'm ultimately depending on something or someone to come through for me when Christ has already come through for me in every way, in every way. And so what is what is that? What's keeping you, what's keeping you from believing that and accepting that? And then just saying, you know what, Lord, I just need to walk in that today. I just need to say yes to it. I may not always feel it and and be acting on it, but I want to say yes to it today. Lead me in that way today, Lord. And so that's that's my encouragement to you. Again, don't take my word for it. Go to the Word of God for this, because that's going to be where the answer is going to be found. So I hope this encourages you today. Please enjoy your cup of coffee wherever you are listening from. Enjoy the grace and the freedom that you have in the life of Christ in you. Please please reach out to us if you'd like to pursue one-on-one coaching. Uh, if you're interested in joining uh, an online group, please, please reach out to us. Those are available to you as well. So as we say here on A Cup of Freedom, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.